This is the Yahoo Finance Sportsbook Podcast. Okay, welcome back to Sportsbook. And this week we are talking again, because why not, about the Super Bowl, because it is the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl 52. It's the Pats versus the Eagles. When we spoke last week with Yahoo Sports producer Tim Hines, we discussed the question, I think it's a fair one, of whether the continued dominance of the Pats is bad for business. Certainly there are a lot of people who are annoyed, they're tired of it, they're sick of it. You see the tweets, you see the Patriots fatigue. And uh, I'll give you guys a little personal anecdote. I watched the AFC championship game with my girlfriend on the couch. She is from Nashville. She's a Titans fan. So this was a good season for her, a great season. It was one in which her team made the playoffs. That never happens. And she was delighted and excited and thrilled. And she said, wow, this is what it feels like. And you're used to this and you're spoiled. And it's true. I'm spoiled as a Boston native, as a Patriots fan. I am used to success. But it never gets any less fun and and thrilling. And she hates the Patriots. But I said to her, don't you admit that if you could, you would pick their recent past for your team. Anyone who hates the Patriots, it's only because their team isn't as good and they don't experience that continued success. Yes, we're spoiled by it, but we happen to have probably the greatest coach ever and probably the greatest quarterback ever. And she said, no, it's not just that. It's not just that they're so good. I could excuse that. It's that they're also so obnoxious about it. It's that they have these scandals. They have these things in their past. They're continually shady, and fans would have rather not seen the Patriots. Now, I've made the case on this podcast, though, that, boy, better the Pats than the Jags, and that has become a little bit of a talking point in the last few days since Sunday, since the Patriots beat the Jaguars, the idea that, well, would it be better? I mean, would the Jaguars have been a disaster for ratings? I mean, it is the Super Bowl. A huge number of Americans are going to watch the Super Bowl no matter what. And so maybe a few thousand fewer people would watch if it was the Jags. I'm not so sure. But the idea that, oh, thank goodness, you know, NBC and the NFL must be relieved that it's the Pats has come under fire a little bit. And so it's time to bring in a colleague of mine whom listeners to the Sportsbook Podcast will remember. In the past, he's been on as a soccer fan, but he's here today because casually around the office, I heard him remark, boy, I hate the Patriots, but I hate the Eagles even more. So I might find myself rooting for the Pats. And that was funny to me. It fits in well with our discussions recently about the Pats and their dominance. And the guest is Kevin Shupka. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah. Time to talk football, which I think will hit more listeners than soccer does. Probably. Much (laughs) though we enjoy talking (laughs) soccer. Uh, So let's get into it. As I mentioned, last week we had Tim Hines on, who is our Yahoo Sports uh, colleague over on sports, and we get to do more and more with them. We are finance, and we're playing more and more together. And this is a great sports business topic. I mean, who is a better matchup? The Vikings, as I've written about, were much better for ticket sales because they came so close to being the first ever, I can't believe it's never happened, but the first ever team to play in the Super Bowl when it's in their home stadium. And I wrote a story yesterday that garnered a ton of traffic and comments about how the minute the Vikings lost, ticket prices on resale sites plummeted because it was Vikings fans that had driven the market. Now they're looking to sell off. So that's the ticket sales side. Now, in terms of ratings and interest, do you think, thank goodness, the Pats are in it and not, and not the Jags? Not from a ratings standpoint. And you know what? I was thinking about it as I was uh, listening to your uh, to the beginning of, of your recording just now. 
you know, I, I was certainly rooting for the Jags in that game, right? Mm. But now here I am so, so hoping that the Eagles lose <laughs> that I'm almost maybe happy the Patriots won because the, the Eagles would have just trounced the Jaguars, I That's think. That's interesting. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but, you know, I haven't been a Patriots fan in – uh, what is it, 13 years since the last time they played the Eagles in the Super Bowl? <laughs> that was the last time I think I probably rooted for the Patriots. And if you go way back to, um, like, the Bill Parcells era, I actually rooted for the Patriots because I'm a Bill Parcells fan. And I was having a discussion with my cousin, who is, like me, a, a diehard Giants fan. And he was saying, but you ha- it's Bill Belichick and whatever baggage he brings to it, he is where he is because of the Giants. Now, obviously, that's our opinion, but he is where he is because he was an assistant with Bill Parcells. ESPN's 30 for 30's got a, a the two Bills coming out, which I can't wait to see, which is kind of the story of Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells. Oh, that'll be great. And, yeah. And, uh, and so there is this kind of like warped sense of, all right, well, there is a connection to my beloved Giants in Bill Belichick, and, you know, maybe I should just stop hating them a little <laughs> And I will for two weeks, and then I'll go right back to it. <laughs> and yet the only reason that you will stop hating the Patriots for a moment is because of your hate of the Eagles. Yeah. And Tim Hines and I got into this last week on the podcast. Hate is a powerful motivator. Hate is a great uh, sports aphrodisiac. And so even if you hate the Patriots, the thinking that I'm now playing with is maybe you watch it with even more excitement because you hope and pray that the Pats will lose and get humiliated. I know that my Giants fan friends, many of them now, years have gone by, they admit Eli Manning isn't the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not even necessarily an automatic Hall of Famer. I'm sure he'll, he'll be up there yeah. and, and maybe. I mean, Peyton's automatic. Brady's automatic. You know, is someone like Eli Manning automatic because he's won two Super Bowls? But what they do love to remind me is, you know, who beats Tom Brady? The only yeah. team that Tom Brady can't beat is the Eli Manning-led Giants. And I hate it, and I hate remembering that. And, and I just think, yeah, from one crazy play both times. <laughs> but either way, I mean, someone might choose to watch because they hate the Patriots so much. So I think it's a good thing. I mean, having a villain in there is good. Oh, absolutely. And to your earlier point, uh, the Super Bowl has transcended who's in it. Honest to God, I really think it could be uh, Jacksonville and, I don't know, uh, Tampa Bay. And, you know, more than just Florida would not just watch it but love it. Um, I mean, people come for the commercials, people come for the halftime show, you know, it is just, it's beyond who's in the game. Who's in the game is great for sports fans. Um, you know, whether your vested interest is in who wins or in my case, who loses, um, you know, I'll still be watching it, uh, to the degree that my wife and child, you know, let me pay attention for that long. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be very interested in the outcome and I'll watch all of it. Well, and, and God knows that the Patriots enjoy playing the villain. They're fine with it. They have embraced that role, I think especially Tom Brady. Uh, But it's funny, the argument I sometimes make to Patriots haters who aren't Giants fans, people who, like my girlfriend, as I mentioned, people who have no real reason in terms of their own hometown team's 
past with the Patriots to hate the Pats. It's not like there's a rivalry there. It's more just they're sick of the continued winning. And the argument I make is, well, can't you at least begrudgingly respect their success? Can't you respect and applaud how good they are? Here's a a tweet today from Trey Wingo of ESPN. He recently replaced Mike Greenberg on the Mike and Mike radio show, so it's now uh, Golick and, and Wingo. He says, I get Patriot fatigue, but if you truly appreciate greatness in sports, understand what's happening. We'll never see again. Brady Belichick in an eighth Super Bowl. Look at Mike Vrabel is now becoming a head coach. He played with Brady in Super Bowl 39 and Brady is still at MVP level. But I have to say, and I retweeted that and I agree. I think it's pretty straightforward, but he's getting a little bit roasted by people saying, no, I don't have to appreciate the greatness. I I can certainly appreciate the greatness, but I do need to ask if I asked Dan Roberts in uh, 2004, if he can appreciate the New York Yankees greatness, <laughs> what would your answer have been? Very good point. You have turned it around on me. <laughs> I hadn't even really thought of that. No, I would say I don't appreciate it. Now, again, though, and this actually, again, this ties back to, as I mentioned, some people make the case about the Pats that no, because of the shady past, I would say No, I can't respect the Yankees, but it's not because I'm such a sore sport about the winning. It's that the whole organization and what they stand for, the idea that when they got Johnny Damon, he had to shave and cut his hair. It's so silly to me. It's such grandstanding. Uh, So so I would say, no, I don't respect them, but I would make the case that it's not just because I'm a sore sport and I'm sick of their winning. All right. I uh, can just straight up say, yeah, I can respect the fact that the Patriots are doing something that we'll never see again. I don't have to like it, right? Um, right. but I can certainly respect it. Right. It's uh, Yeah, it's funny. I, I mentioned my girlfriend, the Titans fan. She texted me and she said, man, I just can't wait until Brady is no longer in the league. And I have said, and, and this is another good little talker uh, question for you, but I have been saying all season, if the Pats go back to the Super Bowl, that has now happened this year, and if they win, knock on wood, that would be not only Brady's sixth, it would be back-to-back, which I don't know off the top of my head if that has ever happened. I don't think so. Back-to-back Super Bowl wins by the same team. The I know Packers there's been back-to-back trips. Oh, one and two. Well, then I'm not embarrassed about not knowing that. Know. Then. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll check that. I'm sure most listeners will know the answer. But that would be so impressive that you're just not going to get better than that. And I think Brady should retire. Now, it's clear already he's not going to do that. And uh, the New York Times had a great profile two years ago about Brady where they quoted his dad. And his dad was saying it will end poorly, the relationship with the Patriots. We know it will, and we expect it, and it's okay. Meaning, they will reach a point where the Pats want to let him go, and Brady wants to keep playing. Now, in the time since, especially because they got rid of Garoppolo, I'm not sure that's true. I think maybe he will stay on the Pats three more seasons until he's done. We'll see. But I just think the smartest thing would be go out on top, retire the season if you win the Super Bowl. I I do too, and and you know what? I actually think that uh, Brady gets a little bit of a raw deal. I, I don't Brady. I mean, I'm tired of, you know, there's that element of I'm tired of them winning. Um, you know, I'm still not completely convinced and you're going to roll your eyes like audibly so podcast listeners can hear the eye roll. I'm still not convinced that uh, there wasn't nefarious stuff going on in Deflategate. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but but I don't think he's above and beyond. I, I Like, I, you know, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, he's just the best at what he does, you know possibly, probably more than anyone ever. 
Um, well, and know, it's it's worth mentioning his whole personal fitness thing, the TB12 method, which the book came out this year and it's been panned and he's been accused of being a snake oil salesman. And yet, let's say he plays two more seasons at this level. It becomes hard to at least it becomes hard to deny his method. I mean, it becomes hard to completely dismiss whatever it is he does. You don't have to adopt it or say, oh, this is a, a revolution. But whatever he does for himself, it's working. The diet, the fitness. I mean, he's doing amazing things at a crazy age. Now, worth mentioning, yes, it has happened before that a team has won yeah. back-to-back Super Bowls. It has happened seven or eight times. It's happened quite a bit. Uh, I had no idea. But still, uh, I stick to my point that, that Brady should just quit while you're ahead if he does it this season. Uh, it's happened seven times and the Steelers are the only team to accomplish it twice now it hasn't happened in a long time uh, the last time was 97 and 98 Broncos yeah so hey listen I'm uh, I'm all for Brady retiring uh, before Eli Manning give us well uh, you know it's not a problem in the, when we face you guys anyway but uh <laughs> that was terrible what the Giants did with benching Manning oh, yeah, for one that, game this season. That just arguably could have been his shoe into the Hall of Fame if he had the record for most consecutive starts. Cal Ripken of football. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. How do you not put that guy in the Hall of Fame? And now, oh, don't get me started on Ben McAdoo. I mean, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm happy with, you know, uh, what's his name? Pat Shermer, the the no right. name that no one's ever heard no, of. No, sure. It's now, uh, that's great. Well, and I actually, I actually really believe that most – quarterbacks who make it to the NFL, whether it's second string, third string, most of them can rise to the occasion if given a chance. I'm not saying that when they finally get put in because, oh no, it's a disaster and someone's injured, they'll be great in that first start. But if you give them three, four starts, they're going to get good. They're going to be reliable. This has happened so many times. I just, yeah, I I think Shermer has potential. Look at Deshaun Watson was terrific. Deshaun Kaiser, I think, will be good. But now can we get back to how much I hate the Eagles a little bit? <laughs> T- tell me about that, actually. What is that? Just because it's fellow NFC? Well, it's fellow NFC, but from in my particular case, it also is a family rivalry. So I have uh, cousins in South Jersey. Um, I grew up in North Jersey. They, they were in South Jersey. And so there's a family rivalry. I mean, when, when I was little, when the games were on, when – our team would score when the giants would score, we would call them on the phone, let it ring once and then hang up. So it would just ring in their kitchen. They'd know like, ha, we got you. And so we'd go back and forth with single rings. Now the cell phone just ruined that completely. Yes. Um, But that was, you know, growing up, that was the rivalry. Now (laughs) I will say that I also have a, a hatred of, the Cowboys. And I think if the Cowboys, <laughs> they're never going to see Super Bowl again as long as, um, <laughs> as, but, long as Jerry Jones lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if they were playing the Patriots, I would also be rooting for the Patriots. And thank the good Lord, I never have to worry about the Eagles and the Cowboys being in a Super Bowl against one another. Because just, <laughs> I, I would, that, Unless they that reshuffle. might, I might not watch that Super Bowl <laughs> if they, if that ever happened. Yeah, it's funny. Rivalries are are such an important part of sports. You know, as a Red Sox fan, Sox-Yankees is just the best thing there is. Though it's gotten so weak. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, I would say that in the NFL, with the Patriots, it has become, in the last few seasons, more like the Pats versus the rest of the league. Oh, totally. I don't think there's any great Pats rivalry. Yeah, I mean, for a little while, you could have said the Jets. There was that New York. um, Even the Dolphins. I mean, you know, that was a pretty good one for a while. But, yeah, lately it's who can beat the Patriots. Now, uh, as we talk about Pat's hate, 
I think it's worth mentioning, and you know, I'm not trying to bury my countrymen here, but I do think, I, I hinted at this earlier, and I, I mentioned that my girlfriend from Nashville said this, but a lot of the hatred of the Patriots isn't just because they always win. It's that Boston fans are hateable, and I get that as one of them. I really do. Uh, in fact, this was during the AFC Championship game, and I'm happy to admit it, it looked bad there. We were down 10 in the first half, and we didn't look good at all. We were doing nothing to stop the run. Leonard Fournette, uh, whom I loved watching in college, actually, my girlfriend works on college football at ESPN, and, and she mentioned during the game, the Jags look like what a college football fan team would have, you know, if, if a big college football fan could have created their own team from all big college prospects. All these guys were, were college stars just in the last two or three years. But anyway, Fournette was just trucking Van Noy, and, and our, we were powerless to stop their run. Our defense looked bad, and then our offense looked anemic. Brady was being stopped, and I was not confident, and I thought, oh, my God. And I saw a tweet. This is from Feidelberg, a big barstool sports personality with a lot of followers. He tweeted, I'm mad at the Patriots for desensitizing me. I should be nervous, but we all know how this ends. <laughs> and I was so annoyed. Now, of course, well, he was right and we won. But I just thought that was so obnoxious. I screenshotted that tweet. I sent it to a bunch of friends. And I said, this is why people hate Patriots fans. I couldn't agree more. And I think you are bested in that arena by Philadelphia fans. Wow. Oh, my God. My cousins and Yahoo Finance's own Shauna Smith, notwithstanding, <laughs> Eagles fans are abhorrent. <laughs> I mean, there's a uh, – I saw – and granted, this is anecdotal, but still. Uh, I saw pictures of the Eagles celebrating their victory over the Vikings. And the Vikings have a 90-something-year-old fan named Millie. And they're all, like, rallying around <laughs> Millie, right? And she got offered free tickets. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a bunch of Eagles fans, I believe it was outside of Lincoln Financial Stadium, holding up a bed sheet and painted on it was an expletive that begins with the F, with the letter F, Millie. Oh. Yeah. A 99-year-old woman. Yeah, wow, celebrating their victory by just dragging her <laughs> through the mud. I mean, and there were a couple of other things. I mean, there's the, like, throwing ice balls, booing Santa Claus. There's a whole – I think there's a 30 for 30 on booing Santa Claus, which wow. is fantastic. Um, yeah, they are just absolutely the worst. And listen, I went to school outside of Philly. Um, everyone doesn't understand how I am not a Philly fan or at least a, like, understanding of their plight. No, they're just – they're horrible. <laughs> and the city had to rub Crisco <laughs> on all of these street poles because they knew that these people would riot like crazy if they won. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they do that. They did that in, uh, in uh, what was it, 13 years ago. Apparently they did the same thing. So does Eagles hate Trump, Patriots hate in general, you think? Or I guess, no. Or I guess I'm asking, we know that league-wide the Pats are probably the most hated. That's what happens from success. But if – someone has a better reason to hate a team because of an actual rivalry. That's stronger than just hating the Pats because they always win. I think so. Now, my mother is uh, a little ambivalent about this game. Mm. And my sis one of my sisters and I were giving her some, some, uh, you know, some sharp elbows on what the heck. She goes, well, I'm just really tired of seeing Brady Belichick. Like, I just don't want it again. Like, can't. And then she said something to the effect of, at least the Eagles haven't been there before. And that's like sacrilege. I mean, my mother is a huge Giants fan. And, you know, even though it, it was her, um, 
her sister-in-law's family are the ones that, you know, it was my father's sister's family. Oh, wow. And even she would get into it. I mean, she would get <laughs> – when the few times that we would actually watch – uh, Eagles Giants games live in person with my family. She's the one that's getting right up in there in you know my cousin's faces. I mean, she is so you know and and to say well, I mean at least the Eagles haven't been there before. It was wow. like I don't even know this woman <laughs> who gave birth to me. My God. So let's end this way. Are you happy that it's the Eagles because you have someone to hate, or would you have preferred Pat's Vikings? Oh, I I would have preferred the Vikings. I would oh, like wow. to have just not have the Eagles have any success. Huh? Um, so maybe hate but, isn't the strong aphrodisiac. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I the Eagle, the um, sorry, the Vikings are seemingly a likable team that, uh, to borrow my mother's um, thought process, haven't been there, would have been fun. The whole playing at home would have been yeah. interesting. Um, and having to listen to Eagles fans for the next two weeks just be happy to be there God forbid they beat the Patriots. I mean, just absolutely insufferable. And yeah, no, go Vikings. I have to say that uh, completely separate from the fact that they're now playing us, obviously I don't want them to do well, but I've been very impressed with how long they've stuck around post Carson Wentz injury. Oh, yeah. I mean, people said, well, that's it. You know, and the irony sort of reminded me of what happened with the Raiders last season, where the Raiders looked so good, and then they secured their trip to the playoffs, but then Derek Carr gets injured. And it was like the Eagles were the best team that had no chance anymore. And yet Foles is 4-0 since the Wentz injury, although those first two victories were barely and were ugly. But look, they're still here, and good for him. And I think it proves what I'm saying about any quarterback can rise to the occasion. If it were the Eagles and someone other than the Pats and we had blown it in one of the last two games, I think I would like the Eagles. Lots can happen in the offseason, but I wonder while we're looking into somewhat obscure Super Bowl stats and facts, has a starting Super Bowl quarterback ever been a backup the next year? Oh, right. I I remember wondering about that recently because a backup uh, Because Jeff Hostetler, when the Giants won Super Bowl XXV, Phil Simms went down. Jeff Hostetler um, had a great game. He wasn't the MVP. I think Otis Anderson was. But um, he started the next year because I guess I think that forced Sims into retirement. Mm. And I thought for a minute, like, did Sims come back? Is that an example? But no, Hostetler was actually a decent quarterback for a couple of years. So I I can't think of one. But again, I am am a sports fan for my teams and against those that I hate. And so if it ever happened with the, you know, Packers, I would have no idea. Mm. I'm not that deep into it. Where will you watch the game? Most likely on my couch. That's the um, best we'll place. probably, you know, just make some of. We have uh, the the buffalo chicken dip on the back of Frank's hot sauce bottles. It is the best <laughs> pro thing. Tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. Reward for those we, we, who have listened to the yeah, very end of the yeah, episode. We will make some of that, and uh, <laughs> that's what we'll just have a quiet night. All right. Can we hear a go Pats? No. Oh. <laughs> But go, Pats, in I, this one game. I, I have made up my own words to the Eagles fight song, Fly, Eagles, Fly, Die, Eagles, Die. I will not <laughs> sing the whole thing, but I have the entire thing. So I will be singing that at least in my head I for the next several that. days. Die, Eagles, Die. Okay, great. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And tune in next week right before the Super Bowl when we will have a very special guest from the NFL. That is an NFL alum. We will reveal in one week on Thursday. Thanks, as always, for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Sportsbook Podcast. We are here every Thursday, and we're coming to the end of that NFL season, and we'll keep going, keeping you updated on all of the business narratives in every pro sport. Thanks. Bye. Bye.